Hello, I'm Shanira, and welcome to the Chini Chronicles on Radio DePaul, your one stop for pop culture on college radio. Hello, you're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. This is the Chini Chronicles, and I'm Shanira Ebay. So hello, welcome to October. It is officially spooky season. Um, but today, I'm going to be talking about Selling the OC, which is a Netflix show. And it's a spin-off, another spin-off, of Selling Sunset. So, pretty much I'm going to spend pretty much the next 45 minutes or so going in about how I felt about this season and kind of how I feel about the cast and kind of like the storylines. So first, I kind of want to talk about... Um, the cast first of all so we're kind of like introduced to alex hall he's like supposed to be the hbic essentially and the thing about that <laughs> is that i did not get those vibes i i felt like she was it, it's one of those things where um the person is trying so hard to get the audience on their side and i feel like when it comes to stuff like that and usually what so usually what happens with people like that is they usually try to have people on their side and that's what it felt like this season this first season is that um people are just clicking up and just hating on people for no reason but i'm not getting too far ahead so alex hall um she calls herself alex she tries to sort of separate herself from two other people uh both of their names are alexandra uh, we call them jarvis and rose so she tries to be you know the cool chick that's like i'm so relatable and Behold, she's like, oh, I'm so relatable. I'm or like, and then it comes off like trying too hard, trying to be relatable, but also trying to be the relatable queen or relatable HBIC. Then it just comes off later in the season like trying too hard or, or trying to force people to think one way. Um, I feel like if her reasoning behind certain behind disliking certain people aka the other two alexandras seem genuine maybe i would like her but it just seems like the things that she's angry about it's sort of like wishy-washy sort of not wishy-washy but like it just seems like she or what it just seems like in general the show is that people seem to just pick on things for the sake of picking on things just just being mad for the sake of being mad right and I feel like she's sort of a huge part of that, right? So that's how I feel about Alex Hall. With, so I kind of mentioned Alexandra Jarvis and Alexandra Rose. So those two are two peas in a pod, right? Um, those two kind of go on their listings together. If you don't know what's the selling Netflix sort of universe is, it's basically about these real estate agents in this city and they're 
these luxury high-end real estate agents and they sell houses so selling sunset is just hollywood and beverly hills and stuff selling the oc is orange county and then there's also another show selling tampa which i those other two shows have been episodes of their own selling tampa is in tampa bay florida right and, and i think miami too they try to branch out to miami too okay so um so yeah so back to my original point uh, jarvis and rose we 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 have to call him by the last name because it's two Alexandros to differentiate, right? So there are two peas on the pod. They do their listings together. They sell stuff. They sell stuff. Sell houses. Um, so we're reading like their um, bios. Um, she closed. Uh, Jarvis closed nearly forty million dollars in sales in her first year as a lawyer. Interesting, and. Yeah, so it's just reason why I like, kind of like want to point out like sort of like her success or whatever is that Jarvis and Rose seem hyper focused on their job and getting the bag essentially. Um, what Nana Gunan wishes she could do on Batty South that never truly happened. But anyways, crossover. Anyways, anyways. Um, so my whole thing with like Rose and Jarvis is that they were supposed to be the show's villains that's what the show wanted the, us to believe that they are the show's villains my thing is that like at first i kind of bought into it of like okay these two people these two blondes these two bottle blondes are by themselves ducked off and they don't really care about anybody's feelings they'll step over everybody in order to make sure they get the bag and then down the road the more i get into it i'm just like okay what what is going on what what is happening i'll I'll get into more details of the drama later okay this will make more sense but um yeah so i just i just feel like it came to a point it's just like ganging up on and like truly everybody wants to join in on the problem for the sake of joining in on the problem um so yeah so rose and jarvis are two peas in a pod they do their listings together. They, I believe they're at the top two or are very close to the top of, like, you know, the top sellers of the Oppenheim Group in OC. Um, Brandy, she is the girl, she's the type of girl that says, I am not. I don't have time for the drama, but she's the same girl that got the front row seat. <laughs> you know what I mean? She, she stirs the pot a little bit and then she walks away. And then act shook or shocked that the pot's over full, over spilling. Or, or she wants to um, play play dumb as to why the pot is over overfilling and spilling over. Um. So it's like I don't I don't dislike her necessarily, but because honestly, for me, I'm also <laughs> I tend to say, oh, I'm not about the drama, but like I'm sure sure as much gonna be sitting for her own seat to watch the drama i may not necessarily be fully a part of it but i like watching it from afar uh, the thing with brandy is not necessarily from afar like i said it just seems like she likes to sort of store it a little bit or like set it up to where like these two people who have beef can speak and they're gonna have a whole blowout come after like oh you guys should talk knowing darn well it's not gonna 
you know, be well or a good conversation or a conducive conversation. Uh, it's just things like that. Don't hate her. Don't dislike her. Just be messy and own it, right? Be messy and own it. Like the car that you read <laughs> from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the car you read of this show almost. Not, not, not to that extent, but like in a more toned down, classier way. Um, the other person, Gio Hello, I, I don't know how to say his last name, Gio, seems to be like this total tool, um, super, super, super confident in how, um, he works or whatever, um, and I guess he could kind of back it up because along with Jarvis Rose, he's like the top seller of the Hoffenheim group, so I guess he could kind of back it up a little bit, um, So I'm just reading their bios a little bit. Um, but yeah, so Gio's like this total tool who's like super confident. Yeah, I'm that guy type of attitude. I'm like, uh, I would like you because like you're about your money. You try to like get the bag. But like, I hate the whole, you know, I'm that guy, you know, sort of. It's like borderline douche, but like not really. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's just, I don't know. I'm on the fence with him. Kayla. Kayla, 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 Kayla. She is something else. She's all over the place. Um, whooping out the tears. It, 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 it's something. She, she's something different. Okay. I, I just feel like she's trying to get in where she may not fit in. She, she goes where the wind blows her. One minute she's, she's saying something that the next moment she's totally different one moment she's hanging out with Jarvis and Rose that everybody hates and then the next moment she's back with the group hanging with the group it, it's just like girl what, what is going on you're just all over the place what are, what are you doing relax come down don't don't need to be on the extra stop foot popping between sides pick a side pick a side <laughs> anywho so Lauren I kind of forgot she existed. I forgot she existed. You did not give my girl camera time. It's because she's not about the drama. Who knows? Who knows? But they, I don't. I don't. I barely remember her. Granted, I watched all this within like a week. How over the summer? So it's been some time. But like, I don't remember her. She, she. They barely gave her camera time. And then Polly, 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 Polly. She, she is supposed to be this British bombshell, according to her bio on Marie Claire. She was this model who worked in Europe for twenty for twenty years, so she's like this British bombshell. And I feel like she's my my thing is like she's trying so hard to be this that edgy girl. Thinking about it. Saying that, oh, she's a model. It makes sense. She She's trying so hard to pull off the it girl. Try to be the edgy it girl. And it's just like, hmm. Mm, I don't believe it. Good model. Good, good gowns. <laughs> and then Sean. Sean Palmieri. 
I don't know how to say the last name. I should stop trying. They didn't really give him camera time that much either. He, he, he is the one that he used to. Like I said, the person who sits on the sidelines and watches the drama without actively being too close to the drama. That is Sean. He, 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 he is sipping the tea. He's enjoying the drama, but he's not necessarily in it, in it. Granted, he's in the office. Of course, he's in the drama, but like, not to the point where like, he's like the center of it, right? He, he enjoys it from the sidelines. Like I said, just like me, I enjoy the drama without actually have to be in it. I love it. And then Austin. He's a pretty boy. <laughs> he is a pretty boy. But, um, it's so interesting that these people are so, like, far along in their lives, all married with kids and everything. So, like, they really are in it. But, um, so yeah, Austin's a pretty boy. Whatever. See, the guides aren't really giving. They're so, like, whatever. Like, they don't really add too much. But, yeah, Tyler, too. Tyler and um, Austin. They don't really add too much. <laughs> they're, they're there. They're, I mean, they're a plot point in it, but they don't add too much. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all quote-unquote the characters. The uh, 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 sort of the cast of it all. So, kind of like with the drama of it. There's a lot of drama. And like sort of like this overall statement that I'm pretty sure I'm gonna say multiple times throughout this, um, throughout this episode tonight is that a lot of the dramas seem to be more of let me be mad at this person because my friend is mad at this person. See, with with the di- see that's the main difference that I have with between selling the OC and selling Sunset, the the women in. LA versus the women in Orange County. The women in Selling Sunset seem, in, when it comes to, if you guys watch Selling Sunset, you know who Christine is. She's the one on the outs. The one that nobody likes. See, with that, every individual person can individually tell you their individual problem. Right? You can go down the line and they can give you a pinpoint moment or reason that personally has to do with themselves as to what happened between them and Christine as to why them and Christine are not really cool. You can, you can ask Amanda. You can... Forgive me, girls' names. Granted, they all look so similar. All of them are blonde. But you could go and individually and... and Axel, what's your problem with Christine? What happened between you, between you and Christine? And they will tell you a specific moment where they felt like Christine either talked bad about them, threw them on the bus, or whatever the case may be. Every single individual person has that moment with Christine. And you could kind of give them the benefit of the doubt or like sort of give them sort of the, what do you want to call it? Sort of like the... The, the kind of you could give them credit to where like they tried to give Christine like, a chance. They didn't let the group necessarily to influence them too much. Um. So uh, I'm trying to like remember like the cast, but I know that uh, there's in the latest season. Uh, what's what's in Amanda? Her name is or 
I'm just so like I said, I'm so bad with the names because like they all look very similar to me. Yes, Amanda. So Amanda, she she was cool with Christine, and I feel like there are moments, a lot of moments, where Amanda would like sort of like try to understand where Christine was coming from, even though she was cool with the rest of the girls. She still had that little space in her heart to be like, okay, maybe this is what she's saying. Maybe this is what she meant. She would, she would go out of her way, not go out of her way, but like she would somewhat understand or somewhat try to be understanding. And to the latest season where apparently Christine said something about Amanda in an interview. So like like I, like I said, that that's happened with pretty much almost everyone where they give Christine a chance and then until Christine does something to them personally, they're like, okay, I didn't want to see it before and now I get it. So everybody was selling Sunset, I could sort of give them that credit where they didn't just jump on the bandwagon because the next person is upset. I get it. Like, if your friend is upset, you want to defend them or whatever. But like, also, don't just hate a person just because your friend you hate. I, I don't know how I feel. Like, it's kind of like a slippery slope of like, just because your friend hates them doesn't mean you hate them too. But like, obviously, why are you like? But I think with selling sunset, let me kind of like stop stumbling over my thoughts for a second. But selling sunset, um, whenever uh like someone would like be mad and upset, uh, their friend would be mad and upset. They would like you know obviously defend their friend, but like. There'll be like a little bit of them, like, okay, maybe guys should like talk it out. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should try to understand where Christine's coming from. But like, I feel like everybody's gotten to the point with Christina where Christina has said something about everybody. So everybody has their own individual problems. So it's not like people are just jumping on the bandwagon and want to be mad at Christine just for the sake of being mad at Christine because everybody else is mad at Christine and we just jump on a bandwagon. With selling the OC. I feel like I feel like people are just jumping in to hate on Rose and Jarvis just for the sake of hating on Rose and Jarvis. And the thing is, since it's like their first season, what's been said about each other, the talking smack about each other, it's not really made it to the blogs like it has with Christine. So right now, first season, it's a he said, she said. And we're, because everybody's saying, oh, but you said this about me. Oh, no, you said this about me, so this is why I don't like you. Oh, I didn't say that, I didn't say that. So it gets to the point, like, okay, he's lying. You're just saying this for the sake of saying it. So it comes to the point where it's like, okay, whoever your favorite is, you're probably going to be more likely to, like, believe them. But, um, yeah, it just, it just feels like a lot of times when it comes to roads and drivers, everybody wants to just jump in and have issues because the next person has an issue. And we don't know whether or not um, these things were said or whether or not they're, uh, you know, what's being said was true or not or whatever. Um, so, right now, uh, I'm going to go on a break. Right, okay, music break. Um, after the break, I'm going to discuss, like, the major, like, the main plot line or what became the main plot line. Because, like... What started off as the main plot line is that everybody hated Rose and Jarvis. That's, like, consistent, right? And then, like, 
a huge scandal happened with um Tyler and Kayla, which kind of like erupted like the second part of the season, right? So I'm gonna talk about that and how I feel about that and how that went down. But right now I'm going to do my music break and right now I'm gonna play Unholy by Sam Smith featuring Kim Petras. I gotta admit it. <laughs> This song has been a repeat since it came out. I'm not gonna lie. I know people sort of hate this song, but I'm sorry. It's grown on me. The second song is Hello by um, Fabio Foran and Chloe and Kate Kai. I don't know if I played that song before. I know I played a Fabio Foran song before. I don't know if it's that song. But I really like that song. So, um, here goes. Welcome back to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. This is the Chenin Chronicles, and I'm Shanira Ebay. So, as I was mentioning before, I was talking about selling the OC in the past. Uh, so, basically, what I'm going to talk about now is um, basically the drama. And I'm going to talk about like the two main plot points. And they kind of like bleed into one another. Um, so for one, so as I was saying, I, at first, before the break, I was talking about Kayla and how she was sort of all over the place, right? And I say that because she was sort of like the awkward one out, where she did, where one side of the group kind of didn't like her, she would hop to one side. So like for example. Alex, uh, Alex Hall and Polly were like two peas in a pod. Brandy too would kind of be with them a little bit and then it would be those three against Jairus and Rose. So Kayla kind of like so like because for a main part it's Rose, Jarvis, and then Gio a little bit and then first just the rest of the group essentially. But like the spearheads of that group would be Alex Hall Brandy and Polly versus Jarvis and Rose. And then Kayla, like I said before, is trying to fit in where she can't necessarily get in. So for a good part of the season, she was cool with Alex Hall and Brandy and Polly. And then like then she hops over to Rose and Jarvis and then sort of like was it the last second to last of the last episode where she kinda like hops back a little bit to Polly and Brandy and Alex. So what, what what is this drama I'm talking about? So one half of it, right, is when it was an off-camera moment and the office kind of like went out for drinks. Everybody kind of went out for drinks, right? And then Kayla kind of like pushed herself on to Tyler, flirted with him, and she tried to kiss him. 
as I said before, all the guys in the show are married. With children, I believe. I don't know if everybody has children, but I believe every guy is married. I believe. Um, so Tyler is married. I believe he has kids. But yes, he is married. So basically, Kayla is, you know, drunk and trying to make out with a married man. So obviously, obviously, that caused a huge rift with everybody because, like, yo, Tyler's our guy. He's married and you just try to push up on him. So that drama unraveled to where Kayla was on the outs with Brandy and Polly and Alex and the guys. So that was, there's that moment of vulnerability of, like, I have no friends right now because everybody hates me. For the fact that I got drunk and try to make out with the, one of the married guys in the office. Rule number one, when it comes to corporate America in any industry, do not get drunk at an office party. Whether it's an official office party or not, or any setting outside of the workplace in a social setting and it's not a work party, a social setting like a party where you can easily get drunk, do not get drunk. <laughs> the horror stories that I've heard online are just basic common sense. Because when it comes to, comes to that, when it comes to that, it usually spills over into the office, which obviously it did. Because, you know, the next time everybody's together in the office, it's awkward because, like, Oh, you're the girl that got drunk and tried to kiss one of the married guys in the office. What is wrong with you? So that's what happened. So let that situation, let Kayla and Tyler's situation be a precautionary tale to people. Do not get drunk at these office parties. Whether it's in an official one or not, just know that when you're around a good chunk of the people that you work with, whether it's official or not, do not get do not get inebriated or drunk or be beside yourself. Because that's always gonna be that one or two or three people that don't like you who are trying to scrap ahead will use that against you. Don't 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 have yourself don't let yourself get caught slipping, especially in corporate America. Okay? Anyways. So those three girls were super offended. Polly, the, the British model, was super offended because she had a relationship. I believe she was married. But was, I don't know if she was married or not. I believe she was. It's so funny that most of the men, I feel like three, four out of the five men are all married. While all the women are single. But anyways, anyways, anyways. Besides the point. Polly was in a committed relationship. I believe she was married. Her husband slash committed boyfriend ended up cheating on her. So this situation was really triggering for her, supposedly. She's like, I don't like that type of thing. I was on the other end of that where my man cheated on me. It was hurtful and it was da-da-da, right? So, so, so I kind of get where she's coming from because, you know, you being in a traumatic situation where you love somebody and they cheat on you, you know, the next person that you work with trying to do that, 
essentially almost ruin a marriage, try to kiss a married man, it's going to be triggering. I understand that. And it, it, it just came to a point where Kayla that, like, girl, you just being, like, you just, just be sort of, like, all over the place. It seems like you're trying to be, like, it's almost like this, like, heart puppy sort of thing where, like, you just keep messing up. And you, the tears come and da, da, da. So now Kayla's on the outs with the group because of her being drunk and almost trying to make out with Tyler, who's a married man, who has a family. So the thing with that, though, the thing that, the thing about that, though, which kind of bleeds into the next situation I'm going to talk about, is that the office, the people, the, the Polly, Brandy, Alex, Hall, Tyler, and whoever else, Everybody besides Kayla, Rose, and Jarvis, maybe Gio. The rest of the, everybody else, they're all super close. Super close. To the point where everybody being so upset and crying about Kayla trying to kiss Mary Tyler comes off as hypocritical. Hold on, wait. Listen, 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 listen. Because period people on social media called it out too. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. There's a moment in the season where, which is kind of like what ends up being regurgitated back up and sort of bleeds into the situation with Kayla is the fact that, like, everybody's on the beach. Again, so yeah, people in the office are having fun on the beach. Or, like, they're all together at the whole office at the beach. Again, in a social setting outside of work and you're with your coworkers, official or not, do not get caught slipping because it will be used against you later. So, basically, I guess they end up playing truth or dare or something. Or they made a bet. And then Polly was part of the bet. I... I think she ended up had to like um, go skinny dipping or something. So people found it hypocritical that she's crying about, oh my god, I was cheating on, and Kayla, you, you do this, and it kind of triggered my mind. People found it hypocritical that she's crying about that, right? But she was so willing to get naked in front of the entire office, most of who are married. But that was okay. You skinny dipping in front of the office where most of most of the folks are married, that's okay. But Kayla trying to force herself onto Tyler was an issue. See, with that one, I'm not totally sure how close of a comparison that can be. But I feel like there's a tiny bit of merit there. There there may there may be some wives or girlfriends that may not be okay with, you know, an a female co-worker. I hate saying the word female. Uh, one of her husband's co-workers who happens to be a woman, a former model, stripping naked in front of, skinny dipping in front of her husband. There's a lot of women who would not like that. So I feel like that argument has some merit to it. But the main issue that got, that sort of, sort of blends in 
together with Kayla's situation that really was, you know, the driving force, right? Is when I believe Alex Hall ended up giving Tyler a nosy, which is sort of like a kiss on a nose or like making out with somebody's nose. Disgusting. But, um, so, like, the screen rant, um, I'm trying to, like, remember the situation. So, according to screen rant, the stars were spending the day off by drinking and letting loose, despite a previous squabble between Alex Hall and Gia, G- not Gia, Gia, the cast ended the day with a group cuddle while watching the sunset. The stars began chanting about a nosy, and Alex demonstrated what it was on Tyler, by putting her mouth over her, his nose and blowing real hard. So, that is what ended up happening, right? Um, so, later down the r- line, that ended up being brought up again towards the end of the season where everybody, at least everybody was on a boat. Yes, everybody was on a boat. And this is when, this is sort of the moment when I personally started liking Jarvis and Hall. Because they sort of called it out a little bit. The hypocrisy between Alex being super upset but super upset about Kayla trying to make out with Tyler, but she's sucking on his nose and blowing on it. Like that's okay, but Kayla Kayla trying to attempt to make out with somebody is an issue. Almost does not count. almost no almost is never enough, right? So, but the thing with that, the thing with Jarvis and Jarvis and Rose calling out that moment was before they did that, like a short time before that, Jarvis and Rose were talking with Kayla. And Kayla brought up the fact of like, hey, it's kind of weird that everybody's jumping down my throat about me trying to kiss Tyler, but nobody's saying anything about Alex, Alex Hall essentially making out with Tyler's nose and blowing on it. That was okay. That was pretty intimate. That's okay, but me trying to kiss Tyler is an issue. Like I said, almost is never enough. Almost doesn't count. So, Jarvis and Rose, they're like, yeah, that is kind of hypocritical. We're, you know what? We're going to defend you when we get back together in the group on this yacht. We're going to defend you. So, that's what ended up happening, right? So, the group was kind of like all together at this table on the yacht, right? And Jarvis and Hall kind of bring it up as to like, hey, we find it kind of interesting how everybody is so mad about Kayla trying to make out with Tyler, but Alex, it's okay for you to give Tyler a nosy and that's completely fine. So, obviously an argument erupts and it's super dramatic and da 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 because you know Alex doesn't like to to doesn't like Jarvis and Rose she tries to be the HBIC and she doesn't like these other two girls that have her same name and she tries to be the big dog so it's like everybody's like arguing people have been arguing with each other all season long you know Alex um, Brandy and, and Polly have been arguing to and about 
and with Rose and Jarvis so it all came to a head with this whole thing and it's just like Jarvis and at the end of the day Jarvis and Rose are defending Kayla right they're just calling out the hypocrisy oh my god I can't speak today they're just calling out the hypocrisy of the situation right in defense of Kayla right I keep repeating that so we can understand why did Kayla start crying see this is what I was talking about with these tears she started this is what I mean by the hurt puppy dog this is what I'm talking about why are you crying because now Jarvis and Rosa look crazy for defending you because now you acting like you hurt now you want to be upset now you crying as if you weren't just saying the same thing 20 30 minutes before you're you're the reason why they're saying this because you're the one who Loki called it out now because they had the cojones and balls to call it out in front of the group now you want to cry you know what you know what it is i you know what i think it is i think kayla Loki did not like being the outcast she did not like being the outcast low key she didn't like she didn't enjoy being the outcast with drivers and rose so she wanted to get back with the group so that's probably why she cried like nobody's oh my god you're making me cry stop making her cry what why are you crying about something that you how are you crying about something that you low-key brought up? So this is so this this selling the OC cast. It's it it, it it's not giving OC a good name. Right? Cause I I just feel like some of these OC girls are just living for the unnecessary drama. You know what I mean? I wanna See, we love drama. This whole, whole point of reality TV is to give drama that's supposed to be based off reality, but reality is questionable. We all live for the drama, right? But let's make the drama make sense, right? Don't sit here and be, you know, mad about something just for the sake of being mad. Don't be mad because somebody else is mad. Be mad because on your own merit. Like, like my thing is, if we were go down the line of you know brandy polly and alex would they have their own individual problem probably not oh it's because this situation with this person what about you what is your personal issue oh because they said where are the receipts because like i said a lot of this oh i heard that um Jarvis said this about me. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't say that. And it, 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 yeah, that's what it happened. I'm going to stop interrupting myself. But, um, the thing is, it came to a point where it was a he said, she said. I said this before, before the music break. Where, um, everybody's like, oh, I, I, I heard that you said this about me. Or, I, I heard what you thought about me. And then the person's like, well, that's not what I said. And it kind of got to the point where it's just like, okay, a lot of this is a he said, she said. And we don't know who's actually telling the truth. 
but based off of like the attitude of like I feel like Polly Brandy and Alex Hall are like fiending for something to dislike about Rose and Jarvis. Like I said, they tried to make Rose and Jarvis to be the villains of the season and it didn't work. Right? Because there's not much merit to it. Right? And it's just like, it's not, it, it, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Right? The thing with selling Sunset is that Christine, I could somewhat root for her because she gives what she's supposed to give. She enjoys being the villain to a certain extent. But to be fair, I do have my qualms with Christine because I just feel like we see all the headlines with Christine. We see all the headlines and the things that she says. We all love a shady queen. But own the shade that you throw. Don't throw the shade and then be surprised when your friends are somewhat pissed off about it. Or or don't throw the shade at the expense of what's supposed to be your friend. Because you're throwing shade at people who are supposed to be on your side. And then they don't really like the shady joke or the shady thing that you said. And they want to be like, oh, it's just a joke. To them, it's not. To them, it's serious. They don't like the way that you joke. But anyways, anyways. My little spiel about Christine. I have a little soft spot for Christine. I like Christine a little bit. She's a good villain. She's, like I said, Shady Queen. We all love a Shady Queen who has her little quips in her back. You know, who can empty a quip. But, um... (laughs) But, um, anyways... So back to selling the OC. I don't want to like have this like bias of like selling Sunset just because like they're the first of this whole, you know, universe thing. But like, I feel like when it comes to selling the OC, I just feel like the drama is not as, I feel like some of the, some of the, um, drama to have much merit some of the things that these girls be mad about it's like what are you really this upset about it like are you really about to drag this out and make it a thing like why like why are you mad like you know what i mean but i don't know if it's because song since it came first and i have some sort of bias towards that because it's original but um yeah, my overall sort of line of judgment for selling the OC is that let's have drama that has some merit to it and let's not paint people the villain who aren't actually the villain. Let's stop trying so hard. Like I said, Alex Hall, trying so hard to be that relatable HBIC and it comes out cringe Brandy saying that she's not part of the drama but she's low key the one stirring the pot a little bit and then running away Polly kind of sort of like inserting herself a little bit but like making it about herself when it really isn't you know it's just let's 
let's not be on it is so high school with selling OC it's like she has a problem I have a problem too now I get it stick up for your friend again stick up for your friend but it gets to the point where you kind of have to call your friend out like okay this is not that serious right so yeah that's my opinion on selling the OC um high school level type drama let's come better second season um but yeah that's how i feel about selling the lc that's sort of like my review of it <laughs> um come better next season please and thank you that was this episode of the chinny chronicles on radio to paul if you miss an episode, head to Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts in order to listen. Thanks for listening, stop procrastinating, and good night.